Hey, Aryam, I see you're wearing some really cool shoes. I see that there's a design on them. It uh, looks like Huey, the character Huey from Boondocks. Uh, do you want to tell me more about these shoes and if you did the design? Yeah, so these are actually my first pair, Huey and Riley uh, from Boondocks. Um, I got into it just because I really love watching TV shows and I love shoes. So, um, And I've always been an artist for a while, so I started my customizing business, which is Aruvinci, um, A-R-U-E-V-I-N-C-E-I. Um, so I just would love to say also I want to support what David and the team is doing and uh, would love to give the audience 15% off. So if you can message me, DM me at Aruvinci, which is A-R-U-E-V-I-N-C-A-V-I-N-C-I. Um, you can definitely hit me up and let me know that you, you are David's audience and I'll give you 15% off. And if this is your first time watching, welcome. We have lots of other videos for you to watch as well. And we are obviously on YouTube, on Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Unbox Show. So this next topic is actually taken from a tweet by Tony Tone. Um, so I'm going to read out the tweet and then... You guys are just going to let, let us know what, what you think about that. So here we go. A lot of people like the idea of having a very attractive and or successful partner, but a lot of people can't handle the reality of it. <laughs> you, have to very, you have to be a very secure person to be in a relationship with a man or woman that a lot of people want. Even if your partner is the nicest and most reassuring person you know, if you're not secure in yourself, you'll crumble. Mm. All right. Who wants to, <laughs> who wants to share their thoughts? <laughs> well, that's, 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 pretty, that's pretty deep. Yeah. I got to come into the chat at this point in time. Huh? <laughs> Honestly, I think it doesn't even it doesn't even go with success. I think if someone gives you a reason to doubt them, that's where you start feeling insecure. So if they Uh-uh, don't give me that. <laughs> For example, if if they are let's say hanging out with someone late at night of the opposite sex past a certain hour, it is going to come off a certain way. So if you are doing certain things like that, where then they start being skeptical, let's say your secretary, you're doing long hours with the secretary and like they're on your phone and they're talking to you after hours from work. There's certain things that when it builds up, it creates this idea that maybe they're doing something, even if they aren't. David, I know you're about to fight me on this. <laughs> well, my, my whole point is like, where, at what point do people have to take personal responsibility for the types of partners that they seek out? And also making sure that they do the work internally so that they don't end up falling into these situations where they're at the mercy of um, other people you know so for example like because the whole point i think she was making was about insecurity and 
dealing with insecurity, I know it's hard, but I feel like people don't go through that enough on their own. And so they end up being in situations where they are paranoid about their partner, right. you know, smiling a little bit too hard at someone of the opposite sex or laughing a little bit too much at someone's joke or being a little bit too friendly or, you know, and I'm not saying, of course, cheating happens. It's bad. It's wrong. But I think that there's so much, there's so much hurt you can prevent from happening to yourself by making sure that you've actually done the work of um, building your own self image and self esteem. Right. So that you don't have to worry about, you know, because if you're confident in yourself and, you know, you know who you are and everything, when you enter into a relationship, your partner is going to know that. Right. You know? Right. They can tell, they can tell if you're not secure. And if you're, un, if you're unlucky, unfortunately, people will take advantage of that. They will right. You know, right. use it as a weapon against you to, keep you kind of under control because they know you're afraid of losing them. You know what I mean? So I'm, my whole point and what, why I slightly disagree with you is that like at the end of the day, like we have to take accountability for ourselves above what we expect. Of course you can have expectations of your partner and all of this, but if you're not holding yourself to a certain level of like, I know who I am. I know I'm a bad B or I know I'm a G like I know I'm handling my business, you know, you don't have to worry about what other people are doing and, and anything like that. So I think the flip side of knowing who you are, or whatever is like kind of what Tegas was trying to say is that you're not concerned about the outside parties. You're concerned about your partner's response to it. So Tony was saying that like, it takes a lot of courage to be with somebody who a lot of people want. I don't care how many people want you. It's how you respond to it. So like if I'm, so what take is saying that your partner has to show you that you can be secure. It's like, if I am entrusting you with my heart, then I'm expecting you to hold it carefully. If somebody's smiling a little too wide at you and you want to smile back, great. But like set that boundary, let them know that like next time, please maybe like don't use teeth because you see <laughs> my girlfriend might not be with it. You know what I mean? Like, so I think it's more about like, making sure that your partner is setting those boundaries because you can be as secure in yourself as possible be like oh i know who i am like i can walk away or whatever but you're still entrusting that person with your heart so you're expecting them to like you know set those boundaries and i feel like that's where the insecurity that tigas was mentioning comes in so it's not that you're not secure but like you're expecting that person to match that energy does that make sense yes a really important thing that i've i learned pretty early uh in our relationship was that to your point, Abigail, like there's going to be people like smiling at us, whatever, but like there's, as women, there's going to be things that you guys see that honest to God, we're not going to be able to recognize at all. Like we've had a couple situations pretty early on in our relationship where a girl will, you know, be doing whatever she's doing. She's flirting with me. And I'm Mr. Naive over here, and I think that she's just cool, and I'm just I'm just hanging out. I'm like, oh, she's nice. I'm looking at her. Isn't she nice? And then she's looking at me. <laughs> you don't see it. And and she literally has to tell me, like, look, like she's doing this because X, Y, Z. And I'm like, yo, really? And like I have to, she, she has to, um, you know, point these things out to me. And uh, I think same, you know, same thing to her, although I don't know if we've had as many of you. I don't know. 
some and like you know but vice versa but like anyway the point is there's going to be things that you don't see and so it's a it's <laughs> it's a partnership right it's like it's more yeah. teamwork and so you have to like sometimes you got to help us see it a little bit better yeah and you I can still be secure and bring it up it depends on how you bring it up if you're insecure yeah. yourself then the way you're going to bring it up is obviously going to be like gonna affect your relationship go. yeah, yeah. 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 So, like in that case with Tenji, like for example, if she came up to you and said, "Hey, like this girl's doing X, Y, Z," and you're like, "Oh, I had no idea," that's fine. But then afterwards, if you keep entertaining it, that's where the miscommunication comes in, right? That's right. where the doubt comes in, because then you're not respecting what I'm telling you makes me feel a certain way, even right. if it seems so stupid and out of there. Like it's like if that's something that's a trigger point for your partner, if you're not respecting that, then then the most secure people in the world will crumble. I personally mm -hmm. think that. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, um, no, I think I was going to say that, like, I feel that sometimes women recognize these things a little different from men as well, um, just because we're, we're very instinctual with certain things. And with men, it takes a little bit. And then after the fact, they're like, oh, kind of thing. And, um, and it's just a matter of like, like you said, communicating, like effective communication and finding ways to be able to say it to the other person without, without trying to attack the person as well. Because I think what tends to happen is that people sort of think the worst in their heads and then they project that emotion before anything actually even happened and just finding ways to like still be, be caring and respectful in the way that you try to communicate how you feel yeah yeah i i also think that um once it's being brought up and you know you have that conversation you should try to dig deep into why is it that you feel that way about that about um that thing happening and once you start to dig deeper in you realize oh it must have been trauma from somebody in the past like your mm -hmm. previous boyfriend or the one before that and I do believe that, um, well, depending on what um, it is, that she might have to work on it um, or you have to work on it together. And um, yeah, it just depends on what it is because it's just going to cause some sort of friction to both of y'all. Yeah. I think it's also about like knowing yourself because realistically, a lot of people think that they're pretty secure and whatever, but I've heard like friends say, some of my girlfriends say, I can't date someone who's better looking than me because I know that they're going to get a lot of attention and I know I can't deal with that. And so they know that about themselves and they, they stay away. And then some guys too, I feel like they know, although now that things are progressing and women are, you know, taking more higher positions, things like that, sometimes earning more than men. Some men know within themselves they can't date someone who earns more than them and that they will feel emasculated. Whether that's right or wrong, they know that about themselves and then they stay in that lane. And I would say fair enough. If you know that you're not ready to handle a woman who's like a boss, stay in your lane. Okay, date someone from the village. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh my god. Don't say it like that. Oh my god. Oh my god. Please say um, it. Walk another man's blessing. No. <laughs> she could be a boss too. 
but she's she's a boss in the making. It's and a village boss. She's a boss in the kitchen. <laughs> she's she's a chief. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, I think the most important thing is you have to know yourself. Like, you have to be very honest with yourself and you have to be, you know, you know yourself better than anyone else does. If you're not okay with someone giving more money, be honest with yourself. You know, I'm not okay with that. I'm not secure with that. There's nothing wrong with being insecure, right? Everyone, every single human being has some kind of insecurity, but you just got to be honest with yourself. You can't tell yourself, well, I like, I like a guy that drives a Lamborghini or drives a Ferrari, but what comes with that? There's a whole lot of stuff that comes with that. If you're able to deal with what comes with it, then that should be fine. You have to be extremely honest with yourself. And I think in, every, in so many cases, in so many relationships, no one is honest. No one is honest with themselves. They say, well, I'm, I'm okay with this. You just act, you just doing the most. You just acting the most. But you were attracted to that to begin with. And if you're attracted with that, so many other women or so many other men that, that have the same uh, taste as you do will be attracted to the same thing. And if you're not honest with yourself, when that attraction comes, you, that insecurity jumps out and overtakes what you're trying to work on or what you're trying to build on. Then you, you don't have trust. You, you, you're not honest with yourself. Now you're dealing with more than you actually bargained for. So yeah, I think ultimately, I, we're just not being the, honest with ourselves. 100%. Yeah. I think for men, men in particular, men tend to value attractiveness higher than women in terms of looking for a partner. And I think there's a danger in that because um, if you don't focus on other aspects of, you know, what you want in a partner in terms of like, do your values match? You know, are they, do they have empathy? All these other things that are important. You end up kind of put in, creating a false image of who you think this person is, you know, right. because I think like, I believe like pretty privilege is a thing, right? Like I think that certain people get treated a certain way because they're viewed as conventional and they're kind of given more leeway to get away with more things. And, you know, they tend to be treated at least marginally better than other people if they're viewed as attractive. Right. So, right. If you accept that, I think men end up creating this image in their head and it creates a certain amount of like paranoia when it comes to their partners. And that again goes back to being insecure, you know? For example, they don't want, they don't want their ladies being on OnlyFans, you know? Or like, I don't know if you guys know what OnlyFans is, but, um, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> what is OnlyFans? Only yeah, I don't even really know what it is, but I know it's, I don't know, it has some promiscuous content. I'll mute it and explain it to her. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like a subscription thing. Like, um, <laughs> hey, I, I don't know, don't, look, listen, two, two hands up, one hand to God. I don't, I don't mess with that. But um, <laughs> it's like a subscription thing. Like certain um, people, like sex workers, they create like these, um, Accounts oh, on it. It's not just sex work. Okay, David, we're good. We're good. It's all good. Thank you. Thank you so much. just be a normal I mean, cool. or guy. Or guy. Mm -hmm. Guys are on there. I don't know. But there are, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm on there. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? Drop your link. Drop your link. <laughs> all right. <laughs> link. Link, link in the bio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's mostly um, some women or men who want to make some extra money. It's like a side hustle. You just go on there and people subscribe to your page content. or con content. Content, yeah. Posts. 
whatever you want. I think sometimes it could be, you know, full on Buddy. or it can be like just, you know, some little cute things. I don't know. You know how do people pay for like well, how do you get paid? I don't know how do you get paid? Hey Dries, Dries is trying to get information. Hey man, I'm just curious. <laughs> Listen, we're in a pandemic. But one thing that I did wanna ask you guys, so there's um there's kind of this a lot of uh talk about how more women these days kind of want a guy who's successful and has has himself made sort of thing and um but then i've also seen on social media that a lot of guys especially retort back and say well if he's like you know has a, a wandering eye or is cheating well not cheating in their eyes but it's just kind of like talking to different people then that's okay because you're getting money and you're getting the lavish lifestyle that you probably couldn't provide for yourself so then Wow. Uh, a guy said this? There are some women that would love that lifestyle. You know what? For, for I, I wouldn't say the majority of women, but I think there's a small, there's a good percentage of people who would be happy if they never have to work a day in their life. And what if they have to fake love, they'll fake love. Like, that's not a priority for them. However... For others, that is not the priority. Like I could, I could be happy living in a shoebox, but be it, like happy in the relationship that I'm in. Right. So I think it really depends on the person that you are. Yeah, and you need to have that conversation between each other. And as long as she allows it, then yeah, go ahead, do whatever you want. But don't <laughs> just go behind her and do what you want. Yeah, that's that's whack shit. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, to each their own, but like, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, much, yeah. I don't, I don't think, I don't think you making the financial. Uh, I don't think you being the breadwinner of the family gives you leverage over um, over your partner. Like that's just that's dumb. <laughs> in my in my opinion, you know, what I mean, if if other people like condone that behavior or that kind of relationship and that's cool but well, I, just, well, I just don't think i don't think it should be like that well let's, a weird well, let's word, say you know? let's say the dude is like a, a billionaire right like jeff bezos is single right now so let's use him as an example right mm -hmm. so you're jeff bezos you're the ceo of amazon right and you and and you get a new girlfriend and she comes in and the benefit of being Jeff Bezos's girlfriend is that you get to come in and live the lifestyle and you know live in his house, all of that stuff. And by the way, you haven't been there like his wife to build that billion-dollar empire for like with him and stuff like that. How like that? I feel like it's a real question of like how much of a say do you get? Like back to Tiggy's point, like you know, there's some women who are in it just for that and want the lavish lifestyle. Like, how much do I say do you get in, you know, in the in and and how things like you know work around the house? You know what I'm I saying? Mean, uh, Tunji, if 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 he's trying to have sex with him, she has a whole lot of say. Really? 
absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Wait, wait, wait. He said, "Really?" Wait, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear that. Come again? I don't know. <laughs> so, Why would she not have any say if they're in a partnership? No, if no, no. I said exactly. No, no, what I said, no, no, what like, I said was no. I said she has a whole lot of say if he's trying to get with her. No, no, but in response to Tunji's question, I'm saying, why would she not have much say if they're in a partnership? Like, if you're coming into his life as not his girlfriend, as somebody to just come and enjoy his riches and live in his, in his home and clean and stuff, then maybe you're a maid. But, like, if he's giving you the title of a girlfriend, I'm sorry, you have a say. I don't care how much money you have. Like, did you pursue me to come and clean house or like what the question that i'm asking is like at one point right because like if you're like a if you're you know if you're a new girlfriend like if you're a Mm -hmm. new girlfriend and you're living in the house right yeah you you don't right away just because just by osmosis of being jeff bezos's girlfriend i feel like you don't get to just like start ordering people around any relationship if it's like the beginning of it you're not gonna then jump in and start switching things around but once you guys are growing together obviously you're gonna have a say (sighs) So like it doesn't well, matter about like how much money you have or whatever it's the partnership. Well, I, th- if I think it's a real it, partnership that's different. Well, before you guys. Oh, so what kind of partnership or, or what kind of what are you referring to then? I don't know. I'm just. Who are these women that are just moving into this house? <laughs> What's going on? Like, maybe maybe trying to be one of them. Help Tenji in this case, because for example, if you, for people who have a lot of money, I think it's really hard for them to trust others to come into their life if they actually care about them or if they just care about what their title comes with. So like maybe in that sense, when they bring them in, they might have set rules or have a certain, like what they're looking for in that said partner and that partner doesn't have a say. So it's kind of like, if you do this, then you can stay in my life. If you don't, there's a hundred other women who will do it or roles reverse. Maybe a woman will say this to the man, but I think that's where it's like, okay, but at the same time, when he, that person presents these rules, uh, there are people who are okay with that. They're okay right. with just having zero say and others who are not about that life and then they'll go find somebody else. And I think that was kind of the question that I'm asking is like, if your entire way of living and occupation is being a billionaire's wife, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like how much say... <laughs> Do you really have? Well, in that case, you don't really <laughs> have a this choice. Now, this isn't just your husband. This is low-key your employer. Yeah. But so, I think, I, I think <laughs> you don't really have you a know? say. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just offering okay, that. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. You don't have as much of a say. <laughs> Jeff yeah. Bezos' wife, who helped him build the empire, she well, has a voice. Yeah, they got a yeah, yeah. But if you're a newcomer coming in, <laughs> you don't have nothing else going for you. New job. Well, but but at the New end of the job. day, at, at the end of the day, you have your own agency. Like you can still say no. Yeah. I don't want to be in this type of situation. Because if you're exactly. going to, if you're going to become going to relationship or marriage with Jeff Bezos, someone on his level, he's probably going to present you with a prenup. <laughs> And the rules, non-disclosures, and all sorts of things, which um, will be very restrictive because at the end of the day, he's trying to protect his fortune and his privacy and, you know, make sure that you don't compromise that. So 
And there's no way you're not attracted to his money. There's no way you're not attracted to his money. Well, that's, no, that's, I just love Jeff, even if he didn't have a hundred billion dollars. Like, no, shut that's up. A lie. That's a lie. <laughs> She's a millionaire too, or something like that. <laughs> Unless you at least a millionaire. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. If you don't got no money of her own, there's no way she's not attracted to his money. <laughs> people also forget that the concept of marrying for love or dating for love is pretty new. I mean, like, our parents' generation and far back before then, it was an exchange. I have a daughter, you want to continue a legacy bring some cows, bring some goats, bring some <laughs> and we can talk. Oh. What are you saying? Yeah, yeah. So, How those goats look? <laughs> yeah, like, are they healthy? You know, so it was, it, was, <laughs> it was an exchange and it was, it was a transaction essentially and people, both parties knew what it was for and I think now that we have you know, the choice now, women have more freedom. I think this is also part of their freedom to be like, you know what, marry someone who's going to take care of me, or I want to be with someone who's going to take care of me. And that's, that's okay. But then I think where a lot of women get naive is that they don't have that talk and say, just because you're taking doesn't mean that you can stray away or treat me in some sort of way because it could also be like abuse or you know whatever else i think that that setting those boundaries and talking about what the field looks like is what a lot of women skip out on or play naive in the beginning and then act surprised later and sometimes i always think like why don't these women just like if the guy is getting bags or cars, so just like sell some on the side and put some in a savings account. Prepare for the future, you know? Why just take, take, take? Really just plan ahead. Um, but yeah, that's my thoughts on it. That's the Nigerian in you. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense now. Wow, Dries, slow down. Is there like a flip side we can see to this where it's like the man is the one expecting the woman to be the breadwinner and is just okay doing whatever dom- typically like domestic female chores like around the house? I, I feel like I mean, I that happens. I think that's a Lil Wayne. I think that's a Lil Wayne example. I feel like some of these dudes, because I think, I think the girl obviously, uh, Lil Wayne's ex, I don't know if he has any kids with her or anything, but she probably gets money from him or something in exchange for her uh, services. Or and whatever. then the guy's <laughs> to, to bring everything in, right? Yeah. And then the guy's probably just cooling, you know? <laughs> like, uh, look at Adele, right? She just divorced her husband and he's taking literally all her money. Yeah. That's insane. Wow. 190 million. Hey. What? Hey. It was, it was pounds too, right? It wasn't dollars. Somebody said it. Somebody said her next album is going to be fire, though. <laughs> Probably. Honestly, like, for me, like, the way I'm thinking about it now, like, I don't, I don't really care. Um, obviously, I'm not trying to be in a position where, like, I'm not doing nothing. And, you know, my partner is, like, providing everything for the family. But I do feel like we've been 
I feel, I feel like we all came up on the whole premise of like the man has to be the provider for the family and correct me if I'm wrong for you guys at least that's how that's that, that was how my my mindset was framed coming up so even for me to say that like right now like I wouldn't mind if my, my wife made more or whatever the case may be I feel like once you're in that it's gonna be it's still gonna be hard like if you can still maintain that mindset then cool but I totally get it if like, if it's like hard for a male in that in that position to see to, to see themselves as as inferior, you know what I mean? Just because of how like we've all been we've been brought up. Um, it's only hard. I find oh sorry, I find that it's only hard when you allow like other people's like opinions and like other people's perception seep in because. You know, nice. when you love a person, you love a person. You love everything about them, and if they make more money, if you make, if they make more money than you, and you love them, then that's something that you should admire about them, and that's something you do admire about them. I feel like the only time as men when we get insecure about our, our about our women making more money than us is when you know our uncle, you know, looks at us and goes, hey, "So she's so she's making more money than you, hey," and like you know, all of that old stuff that we came up with starts to creep in. Or like, you know, like, you know, people from a different generation or people from a different sort of worldview sort of, uh, sort of um, interrupt um, th the way how you uh, perceive this person, right? So, I mean, like, it's, it's just going back to that whole question about insecurity and like taking that time to get to know yourself and, and doing the work within yourself. Like a big part of it uh, for those of us men who want to date modern women is we have to make sure that we do the work to make sure that, you know, when our woman does, does something successful and it does, you know, and she's at the forefront that, you know, we are okay with, you know, other people looking at us and seeing us as, you know, like uh, as beta men or, or, you know, like, you know, not wearing the pants in the relationship and not even caring about what those people you know, have to say about it because at the end of the day, like you're happy, right? You're happy with who your woman, you're with who you with, you're with who you love, right? So I mean, I feel like it's still gonna be a bit of a fight, though. You know, like that. That's what I'm getting. I agree with what you're saying for sure, but I just feel like it's always gonna be that kind of like, at least depending on a person, it might it's gonna be like a bit of an internal struggle because like you've been brought up on this whole mindset, like you gotta be the provider, and then on top of that, there's gonna be other people from the outside talking to you like all up in your ear like oh man like so so she made how much more than you like you know what i mean so yeah i also think it's not just the fact that other people are telling you that if you yourself are not successful in the career choice that you've decided to go through or you don't feel f like fulfilled in your own life then your insecurities are going to bleed into their life because you're going to see where they are i don't i i agree that it's because other people telling you like oh wow they make more money but if you were doing something that you feel that you are succeeding in and that you are striving in, it would bother you less than if you felt that you weren't your full potential. And not only that, you are now looking at somebody else who's past you, who is better than you, who's a, what you are trying to become, right? So I don't know if that, that also plays a part, but for me personally, if I wasn't happy with that, my own financial and career path, then it, I'd definitely be very insecure. Speak. Yeah, I think our environment definitely plays into it. I mean, a lot of us are from, you know, some sort of like either African or Caribbean or whatever. Um, and that traditional family is 
what we grew up with. Like me personally, I saw my mom had, um, she was a teacher for a while and then she decided to be a stay-at-home mom. And then my, my dad was the sole provider. Um, so that was kind of the family style that I grew up with. But now I feel like I've changed my perspective on that where I feel like I can be in a relationship or marriage or whatever, where I'm earning more than the guy. But I feel like it has to be, cause I saw my dad be like a hustler and ambitious so I would feel like that person also has to have that sort of mentality for me to, to like respect you essentially. And it doesn't have to necessarily be that we're at the same economic level, but just that drive and that like, that you're not just like a bum, you know? So I think that's like really essential. And, and that's like what a lot of women these days are looking for because now we're we have that opportunity to be in higher positions of power or equal at equal lengths in like um the workforce with with a lot of men so yeah i personally wouldn't want to be with someone who also thought it would be expected of me to be the more submissive one or to even have that kind of like idea in mind where I'm making this much money. This is how much I'm going to do around the house. This is what you're going to do. Like, I don't want to fall into that kind of like gender roles. Like for me and my family, like I saw my mom like working her butt off, you know, comparably more to my dad in like some situations. And like, that's kind of like where I want to stand. And I don't feel like mm, it's more of like an insecurity kind of thing. It's just like, this is how, this is like the amount of effort I want to put in for myself and I don't want anyone to downplay that either because like I know my worth I, I maybe that isn't like relatable to like insecurity but at the same time I just don't want to have that kind of I don't want a partner or anyone like I don't want to have that kind of expectation that even just being a female this is this is your role I guess yeah and I, I think I, I agree with um I think ultimately, like, we live in a patriarchal society and um, there's an expectation of men, like, their value is, the value of a man is measured by if he's able to provide for his family or, or anyone, right? And so um, if it doesn't seem like a man is doing that, there are going to be a lot of people, both men and women, who will disregard that person and that man and feel like he is almost worthless you know what I mean so um ultimately like that's that's the way it is and it's kind of up to people individually to not subscribe to that um so as men you know not to feel emasculated if your partner is making more than you to actually support and celebrate you know your 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 lady if she's you know being successful in her field like don't don't feel like you know she's overshadowing you like look, at the end of the day, there's food on the table. Like, what's your complaint? You know what I mean? Like, just enjoy what, what's happening. Um, and then as women, though, I feel like I'll float this out to the group because I think this is something, you know, for discussion. Do you think that, um, because I've, I've been seeing some, some posts and discussions going around about how um, certain women will say, you know, I don't want to date a guy who can't cook or I don't want a husband who can't cook or, you know, stuff like this. And I think that it's very interesting because 
I wonder when we see the other discussions going on about, you know, women wanting a partner who is successful and wealthy and, you know, making X amount of money, is it fair for them to continue to have that expectation and then also expect that man to be able to, you know, cook for them and, you know, do all these other things? Uh, honestly, I think we, we need to understand we live in a different era right now. Um, back in the day, maybe it worked because everything wasn't as expensive as it is right now. If you live in a home and your wife make more than you do, honestly, I think you should be very happy about that. That way, double income works very much nowadays. So if she's making more than you, you're most definitely going to afford a house. Our generation, we can't really do that anymore. So I think a lot of people, they look more into not the bigger picture. They look at the, the, the most insecure picture, which is, well, what are people going to say about me? You're forgetting your bigger picture. You're forgetting, well, my kids could, could go to college. Like, there's, there's things beyond just your ego, I think. Back in the day, is totally different back in the day where, okay, the woman, like, the chemistry was absolutely fundamental to a point, okay, you take care of the kids, I'll go hustle while we got to eat. That was the chemistry back in the day. Nowadays, a lot of women are capable of so much. So you can't deny a woman being able to do what she can do or if she can afford for the home, afford for the family, you can't deny her what she's capable of doing just because of you insecure. That's your problem. That's my personal opinion. With the thing about uh, you, David, saying the cooking thing, I think if the guy is, if, if you're, say the woman is a stay-at-home um, wife or whatever, and the guy is the sole breadwinner, then you kind of have to understand that, okay, that at that point you've, the roles have been set up in my opinion that you'll probably take on more of the like day-to-day -day house stuff and because when he's at his nine to five like what are you doing in in that situation right if, if you don't have a job um except if maybe you're trying to do some side stuff which is great too i think like women should always have some sort of like something going on or trying to figure out something on the side that they can do for themselves to create that independence. Um, but I think for the most part, that that's essentially your role. But then if it's like a situation where you're both working, I mean, everybody can cook. You have Google. If you have Google, you can Google a recipe. Everybody can cook. Like I don't love cooking, but I, like I'll find a recipe and I'll figure something out, I'll whip up something, you know? So if, if I don't like it and you don't like it, then we're, we're both at, you know, a crossroads and we both got to figure it out. And so in that situation, I have a nice five, you have a nice five, then it, it has to be equal and there has to be a balance there. Maybe if you don't like cooking and I don't, I don't mind cooking, then I can do that. And then you do like the washing up or you clean or, you know, something has to give and there has to be that equality in, in the role. So I, that's what I think. Also adding to what David said, I would like it personally better if someone if the dude I, did, I was dating could cook, but there, like what Pauline said, like there is like the balance of like knowing what you're going to do and sharing the work. But I don't like the expectation of this is what you do. Why don't you always do it? Like that takes away from like 
my love of wanting to give it to you because I know you enjoy it rather than you just like making it an act of love rather than just making it this is your job because that takes away the pleasure out of it for me. Like if you tell me to do something, I don't want to do it. I don't know. It just takes away the fun. Also, yeah. if you're expecting me to cook, I'm expecting you to know how to cook as well. I think that's a fair enough assumption. So and I won't ask anything of you that I don't think I can do as well. It's not that I'm forcing you to do it. It's just sometimes some people don't want to cook every day. I don't think we'll I try. Like, yeah. Put in the effort. Yeah. I'll try, but like if once a week, if like, let's say I, I can only tolerate like five days and like weekends, I want you to cook. Like we have to find a happy medium or maybe we get outside food coming in, but something because after a while it becomes like you become dependent also on that person if they're constantly doing that. And so if they're unable to do it or if they get sick or anything like that, then you won't really know how to function either. Right. And I feel like acts of love, like you take away the novelty of it when you just say, when you just, this is your duty, this is your duty. And there's no like spontaneity involved. And like, how do you, how do you maintain that kind of like relationship spark if you're always like just expecting this is what it's going to be? You know, I, I feel like it, it kind of, it kind of does take away like from, I rem I remind myself that I do these things for this person because I love them and they really appreciate it because then it's just like, I don't know. I feel like ultimately like relationships, like there is like kind of that fall in like there becomes like the stability, like you lose the dynamic of, Oh my God, this person always da 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 da. Now it's just like, eh, same thing every time. Like this is, they do that anyways. Like, Oh honey, I made you this. Like, Oh yeah, I know you. You always do this. Yeah, I, I always tell you I love this. This is like, okay, well, I tried extra hard this time, but whatever. I don't know. It's 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 different. I feel like expectations in general, when it comes to relationships, is just not a good thing. Like, I feel like like I somebody said it beforehand. You should have like your your list of requirements, things that you need in a relationship or things that you want in a relationship. If you're a man or a woman who wants your partner to know how to cook, ask that like within the first day, like make sure that all your requirements and the things that you want in a relationship are met so that you can have a happy relationship. But anytime you expect somebody to do something, that's not a good thing because what you're doing is like you come up in this, you come up with the story inside your own head of like how you want this to go and you're getting mad at a person for not knowing how you think and not being how you want them to be because they're their own person, right? Like I, I, I feel like um, expectations like, you know, oh, when I did this, I expected you or like, you know, not cooking when we were dating was cool, but like when we were married, I expect you to know how to cook. Like that's, that's like, that's like, like really, really like um, harmful and like not good stuff. I don't know if like expectations all the time is bad, but like, I just, my, uh, just in listening to this conversation, I'm just kind of realizing my instinct of the things like expectations in general in a, in a romantic re relationship is just not, I mean, like, in church, there's this phrase, pray with expectation, but that's God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think you can, like, expect things from, like, other humans, because, like, they're their own people, right? So, yeah. Also, something to be careful of is, like, I know, like, in the honeymoon phase, everybody's trying to, like, be, like, this 
better version of what they expect, like what they're expected to be. So then let's say you're someone who doesn't normally cook. And in that beginning of that relationship, you're cooking every single day. And then fast forward six months and you're like, I'm good. (laughs) You don't want to do it anymore. They've set a certain expectation. So like, basically it also goes back to communication. So like, to guess this dad was like putting his best foot forward, being like, oh yeah, we in this, I'm all in. But like, he could have been like, listen, I'm a cook for you. But once we're married, you know, you gonna do the cooking. So the mom would have known. But like a lot of people just like put their best foot forward. And then once the relationship is like past the honeymoon phase and they're like complacent or whatever, then it's like, but you set this precedent and now it's not happening. And then there's a whole lot of like disappointment. And that's when like, the things that you expected were going to continue to happen are not happening anymore. And then it's just like, meh. so like expectations aren't bad, but just like communicate them. Yeah. I, I do agree with that. Expectations are good. I don't think expectations are bad and depend on how you, how you place it or how you use that expectation. And if you have, if you combine expectation with respect, I think you do have a good relationship because if you respect the other person as you do yourself, you will respect the likes and dislikes. Right. Every single human being does. Right. And sometimes we try to pretend we don't just because we don't want to offend someone and because we don't want to disappoint someone. But I mean, if you're in a relationship and you want to have a long term relationship or you want to have a good relationship, I think it's very, very important that you exercise that expectation communication. Right. You got to let them know what you what you're OK with and what you're not OK with. But in a very respectful way that you're not you don't sound like you're controlling them or you're trying to you're trying to, you know, belittle them or whatsoever right you have to communicate that in a way that they can understand and they can appreciate it. but at the same time if that person is not capable of displaying those affections then they display it in a different way you have to respect that too right i think something that um someone once said to me is um developing a learning spirit is what they is the term that they use and what that basically means is giving yourself and your partner that grace to adapt to different changes. Like I know that, you know, we, we hope to know the things about the person that we're dating before getting, before being married to that person, but there will be certain things that will come up after be after dating for years and decades. And even after people are married, they still discover things about themselves because like, like we've all said, these are, you know, your individuals at the end of the day coming together. So there will be things that you will discover. There will be triggers. There will be, there will be changes. Like there's some people who could, you know, in the beginning, they might've loved cooking, even in the marriage may have loved cooking. And then after a while decide, oh, they're not really, they don't really like the cooking. And then maybe the husband is like, he loves cooking. Like there's some dynamics like that too. And just giving yourselves room to, um, to, to adjust to the change while respecting the other person and while like being, I think the important thing is making sure that the other person feels heard and feels seen and, and you're adjusting as you go along. Because what if like, I think someone was saying before, like, okay, you know, someone's a, is a frontline worker and, and that person cooks as well, but now that person's not available. So now the other partner needs to step up and learn how to cook and they might not know how to cook, but they have to figure it out. And there might be other changes as well. Like, okay, finances, what if it's a situation where the woman's earning a lot more money 
than the men, but then now the woman's about to have a kid, so now she's on that leave, and now the man has to figure out, okay, where am I gonna get money from? You know, just like adjusting to change, because at the end of the day, you're, you, if you are choosing to be in, in it for the long haul, then you're going to have to, you're gonna be dealing with a lot of changes and, and different seasons of your life and just being united on a united front and how you're gonna deal with it, I guess, always helps. And, and I guess it's hard like not to have expectations as well with, with that in mind because you're constantly adjusting as, it, as things come along, but just having that mindset of like, okay, we're we're choosing to help each other. We're choosing to support each other through things. And yeah, I want to also go back to what David uh, mentioned earlier about privilege. Um, so I wanted to ask you guys: Have you ever used your pretty privilege to get something that you to essentially <laughs> tell us the story, Tunji? I, I was oh I didn't know I thought we were still on mute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yo, yo, so there was one time this thing happened, and this was like my first, like, real, uh, like, I, this is the first time I really witnessed, like, pretty privilege, right? So, one time, we were, like, on our, we were, like, on our way to church, right? Uh, we go to a church in uh, Vancouver Public Library. <laughs> sorry, are we back? Are we back? All right, sorry, 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 all right. So we went, we go to this church in Vancouver Public Library and like around this area, it's like all public parking, right? And she was in like, she was like not in a good mood that day. <laughs> so we're like trying to find parking, right? She's driving around and then she finally sees this parking spot that she wants to take, right? And then like some guy like takes it. There's no way he could have seen us, but like he takes the parking spot because he just like honestly happened to get there before us. This girl pulls up to this guy and basically yells at him. No, no, he's just, she was just basically like, hey, guy, I was going to take that spot. And like, but it was just like a pure thing of like, he just got there first, right? And I'm just like looking at their like, 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 I'm just like completely in shock. And the dude didn't even argue. He just like got out of the parking spot and like went somewhere else. And I was in complete shock because I was like, yo, if I, that had been me telling him that same thing, we would be in a fight. It would have been the squabble, but because he's looking at her, he's just like, oh, sorry, ma'am, and he moved, like, the other way. I was flabbergasted. <laughs> got to use what you got. I was just, <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> That's fair. Anybody else? Any stories? David is saying, take me one of my stories. Tickets, what's curious. the story? Why? Why me? Tickets, <laughs> what's the you, story? You, you what know do you, you do? Mess. You know you got some free drinks. Come, Come clean. Then put you on blast. Now you have to. I mean, I don't, like, you know, sometimes I can't tell if it's just because I'm a girl. There's a difference. I can't tell if it's because I'm a girl or if they're just, like, trying or whatever. I'm a friend. I use my personality to get into places you know you see a bodyguard hold up like, hey, you, you got that 2g oh, still we, we don't know what you, <laughs> know what you <laughs> i was trying to bear with it but i knew david was gonna say something <laughs> you guys need to tell me when it's not working <laughs> Yo, trap travis that's too funny <laughs> sorry sorry start again start again oh sorry you know what it's kind of <laughs> 
Yo, this guy Travis said pay your bills. I'm dead. <laughs> Yo, Travis, that's too funny. Yo, you know what? Travis, where did you get that from? Don't take credit for my lines, sir. I don't know what you're talking about, lady. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so what, Travis, you used your pretty privilege to pay your bills? What? No, no. Oh. No, he stole pay your bills from me because I always... Okay. I know my internet always me. messes up. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, so back to the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like stories, yo. Come on. <laughs> what you don't have is good Wi-Fi, but David said you got stories. <laughs> Ooh. I'm about to go on mute so I can listen. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. Rude. <laughs> It's love. It's love. still love. It's still love. <laughs> can you guys still hear me now, or am I still glitchy? Why is that loud? Now I can hear you. You're good. I'm good now. Oh. For, for like what the yeah, yo, talk talk fast. <laughs> <laughs> like like I've gotten a lot of free food and entrances to places, just like the regular stuff, or like I can weasel my way through into situations. But I think it's my personality. I think I ask certain questions. No, no, no! Don't give me that look. I, I, <laughs> I will, I'm very confident in my, in my abilities to weasel into situations. I think a lot of people are too scared to ask for certain things, and I am not. And You're it, very charismatic, Tigas, I agree. I would let you in anywhere you want. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I have to bat my eyes and smile a little bit more to get in, but usually... I the, truth, the truth comes out. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, man, do you see how I dress on a daily basis? That's why this guy freaked out when he saw me wearing makeup. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy that none of the guys have any of these stories, bro. <laughs> I feel like you guys do, but you're just... Nah. I think I think we just ugly. What, what, what would that even be like <laughs> for a guy? What is... My brothers definitely have... I guess you'd call it handsome privilege. Putting them on blast since they're not here. <laughs> uh, I think, I don't think it's due to handsomeness, but it's just more personality, like as Tiggis said. So like, there's some times when random people just bought me drinks in the club because, um, I don't know, they was just digging my vibe. I try to be inclusive of everybody around me. Like when I'm dancing, like I try to hype everybody up. Uh, people feed off of that and they just like, yo, let's go to the bar. I didn't use anybody. So. Nah, that was hoping for you to do something strange, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so I know Travis has a sugar mama. I know he does. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's true. Uh, you don't, you don't, listen, you don't have to, you don't have you to put your, put your news out there, but I'm just saying, I'm on to you. David, you're saying you've never gotten any privileges? Oh, me? Nah, I'm hideous. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, I think like before I was like more inclined to, to use it, but these days now I'm feeling like certain people just like after they, you know, do something then it's like they expect something else or you know not necessarily anything like serious but like like say for example i used to have a favorite falafel spot okay downtown 
and then, um, you know, was a regular. And then sometimes, you know, they will add some extra, extra chicken or, you know, some extra salad, you know, be like, oh, thanks guys, you know, so nice. <laughs> you smile a little bit more. Well, yeah, you laugh at the jokes. <laughs> and then um, one day, you know, just thought they could, you know, could take it further and start to, you know, you know, invade personal space and you're like, ah, uh, okay, something's not adding up here. And so now I don't go the, to the falafel spot anymore because I felt super uncomfortable. And now, now I can't, I, I'm stuck with like Donair do, you know? So it's just <laughs> so stuck with don't end, dude. So there's a scene there's a scene in Grenada that after freeness is penis. So you have to So yeah, I know it's it's <laughs> So you have to be careful of what like as a woman what you're like accepting of a guy because as you said there's that expectation and they're gonna try to do X, Y, and Z to you. So it's uh Whoa. Yeah. That's bars. <laughs> After Whoa. this is wow. <laughs> Can you guys hear me? Am I am I cutting in and out? Kind of. Are you good? On my end. I'm I'm good on your end. Yeah. Just talk talk quick. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna shorten my story, but basically yeah, do bus around. Um I did the same thing. There was a there was a falafel place. I really liked it. Maybe it's the same one. No, no, no. This was in France. But oh, okay. what happened was I tried to finesse. I was like, hey, what does a girl got to do to get a free one? Because I was going there all the time and I wanted a free one. And he said, you have to give your number to the guy. Or no. And then I said, no, no. Give me his number. I'll message him. <laughs> I never said I was proud, okay? So I took the number. Shameless, all of you, shameless. <laughs> shameless people. No, here's the, here's the story. Here's the story. I had the, I had the number, but my friend took the paper, crumpled it up, and threw it up in the roof, and I never saw the number ever again. But I didn't think I was going to go back to the falafel place, but I did, and they were so mad that every time I ordered food, they'd put extra onions. If I said no onions, they put extra onions. Every well, time. Duh, <laughs> that is so funny. That is funny. Wow, the petty. Yeah. <laughs> so bad, but like also, I never did it again. <laughs> I feel like in in certain like obviously I will I don't condone like I don't condone <laughs> I don't condone doing anything that will put you at risk or in harm's way for the sake of like favors or anything like that. But knowing very well that there is such a thing as pretty privilege, there are certain opportunities that you can get as a result of it that you should enjoy because, you know, there's one life to live and, you know. Let me tell you what this girl did one time, right? Let me tell you what she did. So like one time, so like one time, we went to we we like we're out we're out on a date night. We're going to the Vancouver Museum, right? It's like a museum that shows you like Vancouver how it was from like the 1800s all the way up to like the 1980s, let's say, right? 
we get there and it's closed, right? It's, it's, it's closed. Like five, 15 minutes left to walk in, but like everything is closed. The security guard meets us at the door, at the locked door, opens it for us and say, hey, everything is closed. You can't come in, right? And I'm like, you know, naturally me, I'm like, oh, okay, like, man, like we, we got to go. By the time I turned around, she was talking to people. I don't know what kind of like verbal gymnastics she did to like make them believe that the thing wasn't closed and like we could walk in and like go in there for as long as we want. But she got us, she got us in there. She got us in there. We didn't even really have to pay. It was by donation and we got in there basically for free. And I'm walking in here and like I'm walking through the museum. I'm just like, how, how did we, how? How did we end up in here? Is that pretty? She There's said, no you said you was going to take me on this date and you're going to take me <laughs> on this date. She, uh, she pulled it off and like, you know what? Listen, man, there's no other explanation other than that pretty privilege, man, because they're just like, you know, like it's just the same thing as the guy who gave her the parking spot. Yeah, yeah, okay, sure, you can come in. And it was closed, like business was closed and we didn't pay them. They didn't make money off of this exchange, but we got in, so like it was, uh, it was, and we stayed as long as we want, and then we had a hard time getting out because it was closed and the building was locked down. <laughs> but we got in, so I don't know, man. Oh, it was, I've never witnessed anything like this before. I mean, but I guess have, on the... But also, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but like we have that, but also we're not taken seriously either in a lot of other circumstances. So it's like we win some and you lose some in that sense. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm trying to justify your pretty privilege right now. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm buying it, I'm buying it. <laughs> not only, not only as, a, as, as a woman, but also a woman of color, having to prove myself in, in situations, in situations that I don't even need to, that I feel like I don't have to explain myself in. For example, I like basketball. Do I have to prove myself and how I can play basketball every single time I play it? Yes. Yes. If I, if I <laughs> no, and not even that. Be like, oh yeah, I watch basketball. They're like, oh, okay. In what year did so and so do so and so? And what? How many points did they make? Or how many rebounds did they get in the game in 1995? Like the 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 lengths that women have to go to to prove a point or to be on the same level as a man is rough. I'm not justifying the pretty thing, okay? I'm just saying, when you got perks, use them. Not all the time. <laughs> You're just saying yeah. that that's why you deserve a free donor. Okay, I get it. I understand. <laughs> no, and, and like, I, I know I know we're joking, but... Ago, I've learned my ways. I feel bad. I don't do that anymore. It was a one-time thing. And because I love you guys, I shared the story. Yeah. No, I, I know we're joking, but at the end of the day, I think, you know, I do encourage, I think ladies can't, like, they can use it, because if men are going to be, like, if there are men out there who are going to fall for it, like, I don't, ladies, go ahead, do your thing, you know, get get the perks you want, um, because at the end of the day, like, the men, men don't have to be, like, they don't have to accept it, but they keep doing it. So why not? <laughs> you know, why not? Sure. Yeah, it, it, it goes back to what we said, me and Sami said two weeks ago, where there's just guys who has loads of money who literally just throws money at people and just hopefully one of them will, they get one of them or something. And yeah, definitely. It's their fault if you take advantage of them. I think the important thing with women is to balance it with brains as well is what I always say. It's like, if you're a, an attractive lady, balance it with also being super, super smart so that when 
people have conversations with you and they think you don't know what you're talking about in a certain situation, you could be like, aha. And then they're just like, okay, she's not just, you know, a pretty face. She also has, she's also a woman of substance. Well, if the face could do justice, don't worry about the other things. <laughs> I didn't get that. What, what, did you, what did you say? If you have to put less effort, why put too much? The less work, don't worry about it. Yeah. Work, work, work smart, not hard. <laughs> philosophy in school. <laughs> philosophy philosophy one. That's facts. I think we'll end it here. Thank you guys so much for sharing your opinions, your stories. Um, and so, yeah, that's it for today's episode. And thank you to the listeners and watchers, viewers for um, watching today's episode. Please follow us on our social media platforms. Obviously, subscribe to the YouTube, Instagram, and um, you can also listen on Spotify. And we will see you on our screens next week or so. <laughs> <laughs>